history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that explores the lives of famous individuals on the day they passed away. Today, we're delving into the extraordinary life of Jimmy Fox, a legendary baseball player whose life was cut short by his battles with alcoholism. So, without any further ado, let's dive into the extraordinary early life of Jimmy Fox. Jimmy Fox's journey to baseball stardom began in the quaint town of Sudlersville, Maryland. He was born on October 22nd of 1907. Growing up in a modest household, Fox was the second of three children born to Dell and Maddie Fox. The Fox family lived a simple life, and like many families in the early 20th century, they faced financial challenges. However, they found a lot of joy and solace in the game of baseball. From a young age, Fox displayed a natural athleticism, and this really caught the attention of a lot of his peers. It also caught the attention of elders who were starting to try to get him into the game of baseball. His father, Dell, was really one of those elders that recognized his son's potential pretty early on. He encouraged him to pursue his passion for sport, and with his father's pretty much unwavering support, Jimmy began to develop his baseball skills in the fields and the sandlots near his house. As he practiced tirelessly, he quickly earned this reputation as a young baseball prodigy. By his teenage years, Fox's talent was pretty much undeniable. He was making waves in the local baseball scene, and he joined the Sudlersville town team. There, he had a new powerful swing, and he pretty much used raw strength to put on a full baseball display. It was during this time that he earned the nickname, the Sudlersville Slugger. Due to his ability to kind of hit these towering home runs that really seemed to defy the law of gravity and really physics altogether. While Fox had a lot of impressive physical attributes, a lot of his success came from his relentless practice. He spent hours perfecting his swing, developing his hand-eye coordination, and just learning the little nuances of the game. It was this commitment that ultimately set him apart from these other young players. Despite his talent, Fox's path to professional baseball was not without challenges. The competition that he faced was fierce, and opportunities for players from small towns like his were pretty limited. Fate did smile upon him, though, when he had a bunch of really impressive performances in local leagues, and this ended up catching the attention of professional scouts. In 1924, at the age of just 16, Fox signed with the Eastern Farmers, a minor league team in the Eastern Shore League. This marked the beginning of his official baseball journey and a stepping stone towards his dream of playing in the major leagues. During his time in the minor leagues, Fox faced the realities of the professional baseball world. He encountered the hardships of travel, the pressure of performing under scrutiny, and the responsibility of being away from his family at a really young age. However, he persevered and his determination was rewarded when he was promoted to the Martinsburg Mountaineers in the Class D Blue Ridge League in 1925. 
As he continued to progress through the minor league, Fox's talents really blossomed, and his reputation as a power hitter spread beyond the confines of these really just small-town leagues. Major league teams started taking notice, and by 1925, his performances had drawn the attention of none other than Connie Mack. Mack was the revered manager of the Philadelphia Athletics. Entering his 28th season as a professional baseball manager and his 25th in a row for the Athletics, Mack saw the potential for Fox and decided to give the young slugger a chance at the major league level. On May 1st of 1925, at the age of 17, Jimmy Fox made his debut with the Philadelphia Athletics, becoming the youngest player in the majors at the time. While he faced initial struggles in adapting to the higher level of competition, it was clear that a star was in the making. After joining the Philadelphia Athletics in 1925, Fox faced the challenges of adapting to the rigorous demands of professional baseball. He struggled initially both at the plate and defensively. As he adjusted to the higher level of competition, his raw power and immense potential became really evident. They provided glimpses to what was eventually going to come. In the following years, Fox's perseverance paid off as he gradually acclimated to the major leagues. The turning point came in 1929 when he transitioned from playing catcher to first base. This was a move that would shape the trajectory of his career. The position change not only relieved him of the physical toll of catching, but also allowed his offensive capabilities to flourish. Fox's success in the 1929 season propelled the Athletics to the World Series. There they faced the Chicago Cubs, and in five games they were able to defeat them. Jimmy P Fox batted 350 had two home runs and five RBIs. Jimmy Fox's breakout season came in 1930 when he put up extraordinary numbers at the plate. He finished the season with a remarkable 354 batting average, 37 home runs, and 156 RBIs. Fox's offensive onslaught propelled the Athletics to an American League pennant and earned him his first MVP award. The 1930 season really was a taste of what was to come. Fox's combination of strength, swing mechanics, and an understanding of the swing zone made him an offensive juggernaut. His ability to hit for both average and power made him one of the most feared hitters in the game. From 1932 to 1935, Fox reached the pinnacle of his career. He showcased his prodigious power and exceptional hitting prowess, and in 1932 he achieved a remarkable feat by setting a new single-season home run record with 58 long balls. This surpassed the previous mark set by Babe Ruth. Fox's historic accomplishment earned him his second MVP award and firmly established him as one of the game's premier sluggers. During this four-year span, Fox consistently delivered eye-popping offensive numbers. He averaged 44 home runs, 141 RBIs, and a .337 batting average per season. 
his ability to drive the ball to all parts of the field and his penchant for clutch hitting made him a force to be reckoned with in every single game he played. Fox's crowning achievement came in the unforgettable 1933 season when he achieved the rare triple crown, a feat only a few select players have accomplished in baseball history. He led the American League in batting average with 356, home runs with 48, and RBIs with 163. Fox's dominance at the plate solidified his status as one of the greatest hitters of his era. Off the field, Fox's amiable personality and dedication to the game endeared him to fans and teammates alike. He was known for his affable nature and willingness to share his knowledge and experience with younger players. Fox's mentorship extended beyond his playing dates as he later served as a coach and advisor, passing on his wisdom to future generations of ballplayers. In 1935, Fox's time with the Philadelphia Athletics came to an end when he was traded to the Boston Red Sox. The change of scenery did not dampen his offensive prowess as he continued to excel with his new team. His arrival in Boston injected new life into the Red Sox lineup, and it made them a formidable offensive force in the American League. His arrival in Boston in 1936 marked the beginning of a new chapter in his illustrious career. The Boston Red Sox, a team known for its history of legendary hitters, was eager to bolster its offense, and Fox's acquisition proved to be a significant move that would pay dividends for the franchise. In his first season with the Red Sox, Fox didn't disappoint. He quickly became a fan favorite at Fenway and hit towering home runs with his powerful swing. He finished the 36th season with impressive numbers, including a 338 batting average, 41 home runs, and 143 RBIs. As the 1937 season began, Fox continued to showcase his offensive prowess, helping the Red Sox again to emerge as contenders in the American League. His leadership and experience also proved invaluable to the team's younger players, as he took on a mentoring role both on and off the field. One of the most memorable moments of Fox's time in Boston came on June 16th of 1937. He became the youngest player in baseball history to reach 500 home runs with a powerful shot off Cleveland Indians pitcher Johnny Allen. This solidified his status as one of the game's greatest sluggers. Fox was already a legendary figure by the time Ted Williams made his Major League debut in 1939. When Williams arrived in Boston, Fox was in the latter stages of his career, but his reputation as a fearsome hitter and respected veteran preceded him. Fox's presence in the clubhouse provided an invaluable mentorship and opportunity for the young Williams to learn. He was eager to learn all that one of the great game's greats had to offer. Despite the age difference, Fox and Williams developed a close bond off the field. Fox's friendly and approachable nature made him a beloved figure amongst his teammates, and Williams was no exception. Fox took the young slugger under his wing, offering advice and guidance on hitting and various aspects of the game. Fox's tenure with the Red Sox also showcased his versatility as a player. While primarily playing first base, he occasionally stepped in as a relief pitcher. 
a testament to his overall athleticism and baseball IQ. Although he didn't pitch often, Fox's presence on the mound added an extra layer of excitement and intrigue to the game. Despite Fox's contributions, the Red Sox fell short of a World Series title during his time in Boston. The team faced stiff competition in the form of the New York Yankees, who were a dominant force in the American League during the 1930s. Nevertheless, Fox's impact on the Red Sox franchise was immense, and he solidified his place as one of the team's all-time greats. As the 1930s drew to a close, Fox's offensive output remained impressive, but the passage of time began to take a toll on his body. Injuries and the rigors of a long baseball career started to affect his performance. In 1942, the Red Sox traded Fox to the Chicago Cubs, marking the end of his time in Boston. After his departure from Boston, Fox played a few more seasons with the Cubs and the Philadelphia Phillies before officially retiring from professional baseball in 1945. His illustrious career came to an end, but his legacy as one of the game's greatest hitters lived on. After retiring from professional baseball in 1945, Jimmy Fox didn't sever his ties to the game. Instead, he transitioned to a coaching and advisory role, using his wealth of knowledge and experience to shape the next generation of ballplayers. Beyond coaching, Fox also ventured into broadcasting, providing color commentary for baseball games on the radio. His charismatic personality and deep understanding of the intricacies of the sport made him a natural fit for the role. His commentary and analysis added depth and nuance to broadcasts, captivating listeners, and enriching their baseball experience. In 1951, Jimmy Fox was rightfully enshrined in the Baseball Hall of Fame. This solidified his place among the sports immortals. His induction recognized his exceptional career, his impact on the game, and his lasting contributions to the sport of baseball. Despite his on-field success, Fox faced personal challenges after retiring. He struggled with alcoholism, which had plagued him throughout his playing career. The battle with addiction took a toll on his health and contributed to financial difficulties later in his life. However, Fox remained a beloved figure within the baseball community. His struggles humanized him, and many fans and former players empathized with his journey. Through it all, he maintained a genuine and affable nature, never losing the respect and admiration of those who knew him. Jimmy Fox died on July 21st of 1967 at the age of 59. He was having dinner with his brother Sam in Miami, Florida, when he choked on a piece of food. He was rushed to the hospital, but he could not be saved. Fox's death was a shock to the baseball world. He was one of the greatest hitters in history, and he was still active in baseball at the time of his death. He had been working as a coach for the Philadelphia Phillies, and he was planning to return to the broadcast booth for the 1967 season. To this day, Fox's name is synonymous with power, prowess, and excellence at the plate. His remarkable numbers, including 534 home runs, a 325 batting average, and 1,922 RBIs, remain testaments to his extraordinary ability as a hitter. His records and accomplishments continue to be celebrated and analyzed, ensuring that his legacy lives on in the hearts and minds of baseball fans everywhere. 
Jimmy Fox's life after retiring from professional baseball may have been marked by personal challenges, but his enduring impact on the game cannot be denied. From coaching and broadcasting to his lasting legacy on the sport's history, Fox's legacy transcends his playing days. He will forever be remembered as one of the most dominant hitters and beloved figures in baseball history. He left a lasting mark on the sport that he dedicated his life to. And that is going to bring us to the end of today's episode on Jimmy Fox, a legendary baseball player whose life was cut short. And that is who died on today, July 21st. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we explore the life of yet another remarkable individual who made a lasting and indelible mark on history. I'm your host, Peter, and thank you for listening.